Welcome to episode 59 of the Collector's Quest podcast. On this episode, Kat and I talk about Resident Evil 7 with and without VR. We talk about modded NES minis, and we ramble a little bit. It was a fun episode, so stick with us. Quick business to attend to. The Expo is this weekend if you are in Southern California and you can make it to the Ontario Convention Center. Collector's Quest is going to be in booth 112, and that's just me. Cat can't make it, but she might be live streaming a little bit while we do that. A bunch of our Instagram friends are going to be there, so you should come and be there too. Come hang out with us. We're just having fun. Anyways, that's in the Ontario Convention Center. That is this weekend. You can buy your tickets on the website or at the door. That aside, if you like what we're doing and you like us to keep doing this podcast... We need your help, and it's not a lot of effort, but if you could like us, you know, on iTunes, that would be sweet. If you could give us a review, that would be even better, and if you tell people about us, that's the best. So if you can do any of those things, I would thank you very much, and let me just do that now. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. And that's not just bullshit that I'm throwing at you. I do appreciate every time someone shouts us out. We have a lot of people do. Maximum gaming power in Norway. I'm looking at you. He's our good buddy who always shouts us out. We appreciate the people who support us. Thank you very much. Stay tuned for the episode. another episode of collector's quest i'm cat here with johnny you are here with me cat you are so lucky that i've decided <laughs> to join you this morning okay so that means you weren't sure if you wanted to get out of bed and talk to me that yeah it was um <laughs> it was an effort which is weird because i i think i had eight hours of sleep which as you know for me is highly unusual and i i still could barely drag my ass out of bed to come up and do this well maybe you overslept it's possible, and I, I know right now I could go back to bed. <laughs> well, I, I guess you have to decide. If you don't really have anything pressing to do, go back to bed. If you have something pressing to do, then I guess you got to get up and get it done. i got to clean the garage. Oh, that sounds thrilling. It, it isn't. And you know what? I'm cl- I, I bought, like, for all of you who don't know, once upon a time, I bought a comic book shop. Not to be a comic book purveyor or anything. They were going out of business. And I saw it as an as an opportunity to get a bunch of stuff I wanted. And then to also sell a bunch of stuff and make some money. And all of those things happened. Okay. And then I even got to donate a bunch of it and get a tax write-off. In fact, I got that two years in a row. And as I typically pay in taxes each year, that was good. Right. So it's been more than worth it, except I still have a giant shed full of garbage. <laughs> I mean, and some of it is like valuable, $100 or $50, but my time is such that I don't have enough time to go out and sell everything in my shed. Right. Right. So, and toys are big, like a lot of it's like toys, like all the comics are gone because I found someone to take all those, but it's like random Batman figures and stuff. I'm like, what the hell do I do with these? I'm okay. Not, I'm not putting this on eBay for ten dollars, and then like eight dollars shipping, and then really it's ten dollars shipping. So it's gonna be like I'm gonna make like eight bucks. It's just not worth my effort. Right. No, I totally get that. Right. So, anyways, I have a shed on the side <laughs> of my house, and all this stuff was in the garage. Okay. It was all in the garage, and it was mm-hmm. like a horrible mess. 
and I, we have the shed and my friends had moved, so they needed to downsize for a, a brief period. So we had no room in the shed because we put all of their stuff in there. Now okay. all their stuff is gone and I have this shed and I'm putting things in it. <laughs> except, and we'll never leave again. Right. I'm just going to throw a lock on it and then forget I own it. In fact, okay. I didn't lock it the other day and my wife's like, oh, you didn't lock the shed. And I was like, meh. If they steal it, okay. <laughs> then you have less that you have to deal with, right? Right. I'm like, Carly, honestly, do we care? We've made our money out of this thing like four times over. Right now, let's just keep pulling up piles for donation to these charitable organizations that take stuff like this and keep taking the tax write-off. That's what I do each year. But okay, it's not a, a huge sum of money that I can get back, and I have a, a bigger pile than than some each year. Right. So I keep collecting on the tax return. Okay. Well, I guess there's there's some light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. It'll it'll be forever. Yeah, the, the garage is a disaster now. I'm cleaning it. So if you guys have ever cleaned with air quotes, you know that when you start, it looks worse than whenever you started. I'm like yeah, halfway oh, through, absolutely. and it just it looks like the worst thing you've ever seen. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna organize it, and I'm gonna have more accessible uh, to like a lot of game stuff I have out there because I've like packed, you know, boxed consoles that take up a lot of room so they're not all in the house. Right. So I'm going to have access to those, easier access, because right now they're on like a top shelf, which is like, I don't know, eight feet up in the air. So I got to grab it and it's like a 75 pound box and I have to try not to hurt myself as I, and it's like a long tub too. So, you know, it's unwieldy up oh, on a yeah. ladder. My wife is always like, stop it. I'm like, I'm strong enough to do this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so it's just stressful for everybody involved. Yep. Anyways, okay. that's uh, that's some insight into my life, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I hope you appreciate this sidetrack into shed and garage talk. <laughs> this should be like, I feel like you're in the process should be like a, an Instagram story or something. Yeah. A, a, a sweet time lapse, uh, except I, I didn't start early enough. Ugh, and there was a there was a rat that got in there, cat. Oh. There was a rat. And, and how do you feel about rats? Um, unhappy. I, they make me sad. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. Well, we, we do word association. Rats. Sad. <laughs> that, sad. That, that's fair. I can remember when I was younger, a long time ago. Um, one of the apartments I had was in an old renovated church, and it had like really cool exposed brick and everything. Um. And I'm okay with stuff like that. I'm not so good with spiders, rats, mice, everything like that. It's fine. But my curtain squeaked and I was didn't think of the fact that it could be a rat or a mouse or something. And I picked it up and then the rat ran. So this is my, my words of wisdom. If it squeaks, just hit it with something. Just Don't hit, check first. Just hit it. Just hit it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, this became an adventure. If you've ever seen the movie Mouse Hunt, I think. Yes. With Christopher Walken and I think Nathan Lane. Is it Mouse Trap or Mouse Hunt? Mouse Trap I thought it was is definitely Mouse Trap, but that's the game. Yeah, that's the game. So I don't know if the, it, it's of the same name. Anyways, it has Christopher Walken as an exterminator. Uh, he was, he's amusing in it, but the movie is pretty much garbage. Anyways, I when the when we found out we had this rat, uh, there was a long process of me hunting him down and and trying to find him. Right. And every time you opened the garage door, he'd go silent and stop moving, so you wouldn't find him. Okay. And my wife goes. She's like, wait, let's try this. And she just, we're still in the garage, but she opens the garage door and shuts it like we've left. And I'm like, Carly, that's not going to, and then the, literally the rat walks out. Oh my goodness. I was like, uh, oh, okay, that should not have worked. 
but it did, and that's very funny. And we didn't catch him in that instance. And then it became like a whole thing of me setting all these traps, and then none of the him taking all of the things I was baiting him with out of the trap and flipping all of the traps. This went on for a week. Oh my goodness. So how did I eventually catch him, Cat? What sophisticated trick, what cunning, what what kind of guile did I have to have to take this rat down? I'm assuming you haven't caught this rat. <laughs> no, I did. Okay. And out of luck, because he was fleeing from me, like I almost got him, he was fleeing, he slipped off the rafter, fell, banged his head on the concrete floor. Was not oh. dead, but he was concussed. And that allowed me, and he was like just laying on his side, like I could see him like, what the hell just happened? And then I throw a box over him, and then I put him in a box, and then I didn't want to kill it, because okay. then I was like, all right, if the trap kills it, that's fine. But this is me actually like, all right, little defenseless animal, time to die. Right. And I, I just, I didn't have it in me. So I just taped up the box, and then I, I threw it in my garbage can, and then, uh, it was trash day, so I just wheeled the trash can out, and I assumed he went to the dump, which is, I think, rat paradise. Because it was just a cardboard box. He could chew his way out. So <laughs> This is a very elaborate way of getting rid of the rat in the garage. Yeah. Anyways, but now after I've seen all the shit and found the rat's nest, I wish I would have murdered this little bastard. Yeah, oh yeah. Because it's so gross. So I feel like, you feel like a disgusting human being. All right. I think we've just done 15 minutes on rats and nothing about games. That's cool. You're welcome, okay. guys. Well, given the feedback that you've had um, as of late, I feel like that might have been appropriate. Yeah, uh, sorry. Sorry for all <laughs> those uh, people who are upset that I, I have not ranted lately. That wasn't like a full rant, but I mean, it was getting there. It was getting there. I, I wasn't like super worked up. If you would have asked me why I was hunting the rat, yeah, I would have been fully worked up about it. Right. But, I, but it I, was like a mini rant. Yeah, you know, it was like a... It was like a level. It was like a level two rant instead of like a level five rant. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. It's like... still still a rant. Anyways, there it is. Amusing anecdote or boring tale from an old man. You decide. <laughs> okay. With that note of people missing uh, Johnny's ranting, I want you to know, I want you to kind of tune in and tell us on the comments when we post up the episode what you think would infuriate Johnny enough that he'll rant about. And let's see if uh, it actually gets a good rant out of him. Yeah, yeah. You think, you guys think of things that you think I hate enough to rant about, and we'll see if that's true. And you know, let's let's not make it like big political topics or anything like that, because I, I don't. That's not that's no. not really where I want to spend my my energy. Like, let, let's not. I'm not even going to give examples because then I will get worked up. Yes. No. No. Yeah. We'll we'll keep it like that. Uh, but I'm curious to know what you think makes Johnny mad enough to rant. So let's see. Maybe we'll get some good topics and then you'll have a, a nice pool to, to draw from for ranting purposes. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be video game related. Uh, just think of nerd things like, you know, Greedo shooting first. Jesus, God damn. Okay. So, yeah, well, I can't even Save talk it. about it. Can't, can't even talk about it. Can't even talk about it. Anyways, okay. things Onward. like that. Things like that. Okay. See? Yeah. Fair enough. And then maybe Kat will go, oh, yeah, that sounds bad. And she'll just be, like, completely passive about the whole thing because she's just, she's more collected than I am. <laughs> oh, well, I have to wrangle you in. One of us has to be collected. Uh, is that a pun on the collector's quest? 
Well, no, but it could work that way. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Not enough coffee. <laughs> no, well, see, coffee. Also, you know what I could rant about right now? Coffee? <laughs> no, not coffee. Coffee is okay. gross. No, I, I love the way it smells. I just don't like the way it tastes. Okay, um, that's fair. Yeah, like even coffee ice cream. Blech. Um, <laughs> I I could rant about people who don't like puns. Okay, that that does it for you. Yeah, I, every time someone rolls their eyes at a pun, I don't get mad. I feel like I got a victory there because I I love a pun so very much, so very much. So when people are mad about puns, I, I could you know. It wouldn't be a rant. It would just be me expanding on why puns are the bestest. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Puns so you're just great. going the opposite direction of yeah. that person. Yeah. It would be like a love letter. <laughs> oh, my so, goodness. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Puns. All right. How so do I then... love thee? <laughs> okay. I'm going to move you along to we should discuss something video game related. But I was composing a sonnet. Okay. <laughs> well, you compose that and send that to me in a text then. Okay. Will do. Okay. You're going to we'll... be highly amused if in 45 minutes after this show closes that you get a sonnet about puns. I will literally not be the least bit surprised. Yeah, <laughs> it'll come down to whether I fall back asleep or not. Okay, so then maybe at some time, and I feel like in the next week, I'm going to get this. <laughs> yeah. So everybody, you noticed, Kat's supposed to wrangle me, but I've drug her, I've drug her into the deep water like three times today. She keeps I'm letting sorry. me. She's tired, so I I feel that she's weak right now, so I just keep dragging her out. If I start before we record with, I have already had espresso right before we record it, I feel like you know that your chances of me being more lenient are probably less than me going, oh shit, I have had no coffee. <laughs> yeah. I have some other things I could rant about. I'm just looking at my desk. Like, who gives an Olive Garden gift card? Really? Did you get it from work? Uh, no, I didn't. I got it okay. from somebody who knows me. Gross. Olive Garden guys? Olive Garden? Like, I appreciate like appreciate the thought, but Olive Garden? <laughs> well, then obviously that's not typical of you. So, I don't know. Maybe they missed the mark on that one. Do you guys love an Olive Garden? Do, do, do people love Olive Garden? We don't have Olive, Olive Garden. Garden. Not, not Nova Scotia, anyway. Oh, well, I mean, it's just like bad pseudo-Italian food. Okay. Uh, and my heritage is is Italian, and so I, I get pretty particular about it. And Olive Garden is fine if you just want pizza and breadsticks and don't call it Italian food. Okay, um, fair enough. That's fine. But, you know, would you give an Italian guy a gift card to, like, the worst Italian chain around? <laughs> I'm sure. Here's the Italian, a... you don't want it to any chain. You want it yeah. to, like, an authentic restaurant. Yeah, authentic or home. You know, hey, uh, I got you a gift certificate to Sabaro. Enjoy. What? No. No. I don't want. <laughs> so really, back to my everybody tuning in, it's really not that hard to give Johnny a good topic. Yeah. So I expect to see lots of things. Okay. Um, Let me wrangle you. Kat, we okay. should talk about video games. Something. Um, okay. I know we both have a game that we're playing right now, which is unique, at historic even. Um. It's not retro gaming, but it no, is a classic series, and it is a return to to its roots, so to speak. It's Resident Evil 7. Yes, which I feel like there might be a lot of people playing right now. Yeah, th there might be. We did a whole episode on Resident Evil. We brought in, uh, you know, someone we feel like knows a lot about the series. His name is John. He's from the NARC podcast. 
We talked for over an hour. I did a big list. That whole episode was corrupted and failed, and we did not re-record it. But I still have a list of, like, every Resident Evil game and variant and all the systems you can buy it for. Because if you are a hardcore Resident Evil collector, there's a lot of shit to buy for just yes. U.S. Uh, I won't say U.S. North American releases. Right. Yeah. So maybe we'll post that with this. Yeah, I think that makes absolute sense. Yeah. I have to find that list. I don't know <laughs> if I destroyed it in frustration out of that whole episode being gone. I feel like you're too organized to have destroyed a list. I probably, I, maybe I didn't destroy it, but I, I am prone to get annoyed and then throw it in a folder and not remember which one. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Well, I'm I'm interested to know because I just got this for uh, Xbox One, um, but I know you have it for PS4 and you have it um, with VR. So have you played it with the VR? Yeah, I, I did play it with VR. Um, yeah, it was, it's interesting. It's interesting with VR. I, I like it. I've only played it for about an hour and a half, you know? So there there are some cool things. Like when you are, the best part about this game in VR is when you're like trekking around the house. That feels cool. You're like walking through the woods. The atmosphere is going. Right. The resolution in VR is still really shitty. Okay. People are like, it looks great. And I'm like, you need glasses. This like does not look great. The, the resolution you, you can tell. It sometimes feels like early 2000s, uh, like first-person computer gaming. Okay. You know, a little bit. Like, it's just, you know, some of the textures are wrong, and the way things lay is, is a little weird when, you, when you're in that view. Right. Some of it's very cool, and a lot of times my brain does get tricked, so I'm not going to say it's bad or anything. It's an interesting way to play. But then they do some, like, stupid scares, like... Or, you know, they know you're playing in VR, so they jab something, like, right into your face. Like, they slowly do it, and you're just like, okay, like, this, this, you wouldn't, I, like, I don't know if this is the the natural move for this person to to jab this thing into my face just like this. Right. I feel like it's a little too contrived for the idea of the VR, so I get taken out of it a little bit when that, that happens. Okay, but you overall, would you say it, it must create like more of, like you said, that atmosphere of it being that kind of survival horror kind of thing as opposed to just playing in, you know, the living room with the lights off? Yeah, it, it definitely is creating um, some atmosphere. Like I said, I'm enjoying it. Uh, my wife tried to watch it for a little bit. She hates all things horror. Uh, she's just not into it. She was not into that game being creepy, and it is kind of creepy, like, they do a good job of the setting. Like I said, I'm only an hour and a half in. There are some things that happen in it that I, like, I had a few big eye-rolly, super eye-rolly moments that I've been annoyed with. Okay. Of, of the game. I don't know how far you are. How far are you in the game? I'm I'm not, I'm not into it yet. We've had Battle Royale over who gets to play first, so I've been observing, so. <laughs> okay, well, how far is John? Uh, about an hour or so into it. Okay, where where is he? What what is what is the last thing you remember seeing, or did you not watch him play? Um, I kind of watched him play some. I played a little bit of uh, uh, Sticker Star on the 3DS. Um, he was uh, killing Margaret, Marguerite, whatever her name is. The wife. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you can tell I'm not as involved when I'm not playing. Yeah. Um, 
but and like I'm not a horror person. Like I, I cannot watch a scary movie. Um, but I don't find this particularly like like super creepy. Like it's not to the point where I had read reviews and stuff like it before, and I was like, I'm not going to even be able to play this game, which made me kind of sad because I, I do tend to like you know Resident Evil games and, and the, the franchise and everything. And I thought, okay, well that's not going to be like it's going to be really scary, and I'm not going to be able to play it. And then I realized it's kind of more of that jump scare thing, and I don't jump usually so i was like okay this is an okay game for me to play yeah um i don't think the jump scares work as well in non-vr i I was got one time in vr and i don't jump either yeah um and i'm not saying that just so i sound so tough i don't jump i'm not scared of things no i just am typically not a jumper at jump scares Uh, yeah no no and that's fair and some people are and some people aren't like john loves horror movies and things like that and there were a couple of things that he jumped at that uh you know, I was like, oh, I saw that coming. But now I can't watch a, a scary movie because I'd have to have, like, a nightlight forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, my wife, too. She actually had a bad dream after watching me. She stopped watching me and was now only listening to it, and she had a bad dream that night. She, my wife. My poor wife. Yeah, so, you know, I guess it was... I'm happy in a sense that it wasn't, you know, uh, as maybe psychological as I was thinking it was going to be, because I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to play this. And then... um the first uh, little bit that John played, he um, he downloaded it the night we got it and played for a little bit. And I was like, no, I'm not, e- not even staying out here because I get so psyched out by what I had read. But, uh, you know, watching some of it, I was like, no, I think this would be fine. Huh. That was uh, some interesting noise. I'll edit that part. Someone was honking outside my house crazily. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. did, did, did somebody leave? Am, yeah. I, am I talking to myself? Yeah. No, sorry. That was totally yeah, no yeah, I can I can see how how you would leave the room. My wife wishes she had left the room for sure. Um, yeah, I I like I said, I'm not like being super macho about it, but it got me a few times. I yeah. I used to build haunted houses and stuff, so I was always looking for those places to put jump scares. So I when I see like an area like that, and I go through haunted houses, or we go to like uh, Universal Studios through right. their their Halloween horror nights and stuff like that. I look for those places and I just appreciate when someone does it well. Uh, but this one, I, I got one and it was because I couldn't see. I think the creepiest part in playing in VR is, you know, you walk into a dark room and, you know, you walk in a video game, you got a light on, you walk into a dark room, your lights are still on in your house, you know? Right. VR, your eyes are all covered up. You walk into a dark room, you walked into a dark room. <laughs> it's yeah. dark. You're like, oh shit! It's I can't see anything. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. So, so that... it makes it more like there's got to be way more impact with that. Yeah. Obviously, it was it was it was more tense. That was I think that was actually my fame my fa- famous my favorite realization was that point right there when I'm like I'm like okay I'm it's a video game I'm walking into a dark oh my god it is dark <laughs> yeah exactly it right is, what the hell's going on yeah. And I think that's the thing, like, I, I've, I've watched John play, and I'm like, okay, I feel like I can play this without having nightmares. But having said that, though, um, I'm going to play this afternoon, and I'm going to do it in the daylight to start, because I feel like that's just better for somebody who's not as good with scary things. You know, that'll be the other nice thing about VR. VR, you know, it doesn't matter what time of day it is, it will create that atmosphere for you. Yeah, which is really cool. Now, I have a question, um, like... It, it, uh, for motion sickness, like if you ever talk to anybody who has motion sickness and played with the VR, like does that really? 
I have not yeah. got, I heard a lot of people got motion sick. I use okay. the controls where you can kind of shift yourself around while you control. And I thought that would work weird, but no, it, it doesn't take me out of it. Cause you can kind of, you walk and you like shift, you can okay. use the control pad to shift. You don't have to like fully be swinging your head around. Uh, I mean, you, I can still look around, but I can still use like a traditional control. It's like a, like a 50, 50 blend. Okay. And I have not got motion sickness, but I found I found I heard that people who played the other way before the patch got were getting really motion sick. Okay, I guess that makes sense. And there there has been a few games uh, that I played on VR because I, I tested it out when it when it first came out, uh, and then I haven't put it back on. So it was kind of uh, so far it's been a waste of money. But I I had a few the like the demo game and there was like a racing game. That was like, I was like spinning around and stuff and the movement was a little unnatural. I felt a little sick after that one. Okay. And I don't get very motion sick. Like I don't have any problem throwing on 3D glasses and movies. That never bothers me. I don't get the headache from it. I get a headache from like everything else. Um, but not this. I think it's, uh, like people who get motion sick or like can't deal with VR. We've hit a weird point in evolution where being stronger, uh, isn't necessarily your, your best attribute. I feel like I, I'm just uh, more evolved oh, okay. because I can handle VR. Like the nerds have finally won something in, in evolution. I've evolved to a point where I can handle VR. These big strong guys are like, oh, motion sick VR. Nerds. Nerd. Like they weren't ready for VR technology. Right. Yeah. I, I just think that's like a funny dichotomy. I don't actually think I've evolved or anything, but just like the, the group of uh, all of my friends who are super athletic none of them can handle 3d movies or anything <laughs> that, i'm like you're not nerdy enough for 3d finally all these athletic gifts aren't doing you any good this is what the world's going to be like we're moving into a vr world your physicalness <laughs> meh, it's not even worth it anymore no well, longer an attribute i mean obviously that's not correct but it's funny to tease because okay, i mean well, you, whatever you works get to, in your head you get to win uh very few times when your thing you're good at is not being motion sick Right. But even this thing got me a few times. So I recommend playing with the controls where you can you can shift things around. Okay. Less well, motion sickness. Anyway, what uh what does John think so far? Is he does he like it? Does he hate it? Yeah, no, so far his response has been good. He uh feels like it's more of that kind of back to those original feeling Resident Evil games. Because I so, mean I know he didn't like five or six. Yeah, but so far it's been good. Um, and, uh, it, you know, there have been no controllers thrown through the TV or anything. So, uh, I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's what kind of he wanted. I'm, I'm interested to play it. Um, now that I feel like I can safely do that without being terrified. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you'll be fine. And I mean, I, I'm only a little bit past where you saw. So I've just gone through this stuff. There's like this dumb part where there's a chainsaw and this thing happens and I was, so dumb. And Kat, it's, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it was so dumb. So okay. dumb. I was just, why? This is totally unnecessary. Maybe it explains itself later, but uh, there there are some things in it where I'm like, what the? I've started to question the storyline, as I as I always do in Resident Evil games. Right. Like, okay, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the atmosphere. The people who logic to this portion out and made this part of the story... Uh, I find this dumb and tedious. Okay, let just let the let it happen, Johnny. Just let it go. You're gonna right. enjoy most of the game. Try not to think about the story too much. <laughs> already about an hour in, and I'm already at that point. So I'm I'm wondering if it justifies itself or if I just get annoyed. Okay, 
Okay. Well, hopefully it, you, you continue to enjoy your kind of playing experience. Yeah. I mean, this is better than Resident Evil 5 and 6, which I was annoyed immediately. And I think the atmosphere is way cooler. You're back in, a, in like a haunted house kind of thing, like a weird house. Like so far, it's kind of like haunted house, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe going on. Creepy backwoods. It's good so far. I'm looking forward to more. Well, that's good. I'm. Uh, I was. I was googling earlier, and it's how to enjoy Resident Evil Seven if you're a big scaredy cat. Oh, that. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, does it give some valuable tips? What What oh. did it tell you? Oh well, it says get through the first hour. That usually, you know, once you get into an hour, you realize it's not that bad. Play during the day. Hence my logic of playing during the day. Uh, turn up the brightness, which I think is a really good. Thing if you are terrified because it shows a, as a capture at the brightness at nine and then one that it's really really bright or, or vice versa with the number scale and that makes a huge difference because when it's brighter and it's less of that isolated area or a pocket of light it's it makes more sense and obviously don't play in vr <laughs> oh all right uh, okay yeah i've got my brightness down and i'm playing in vr Okay, well, you're not a scaredy cat, so we're fine. You're yeah. fine. Uh, this is the list for what I need to play the game. I think, Yeah, I think that's a solid list, and I think it's uh, very amusing that there's an article out there that gave yep. tips. Yeah, I think it's really good. So, you know, good to know that if you're not so good with horror things and you want to play it uh, because you're a fan of the franchise or whatnot, just, you know, there's there's a way to do it. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I would have read that article and been like, what the hell is this garbage? But now I see that it's actually useful. There is it is an, useful. There see? is an audience for this. <laughs> yeah, there is an audience. This is definitely this applies to me directly. <laughs> All right. Okay, good. Well, let, let's see. Well, this is kind of like our freeform episode. Uh, so we're not, we don't have like a... If people are wondering when we're getting to the specific topic, Resident Evil 7 was the specific topic. We're just going to talk about it a little bit since we're both playing a game. Because I know yes. some of our I like ranted or whatever I did in the beginning and like drug us way away from getting to the point early and then like we just sprang the Resident Evil Seven stuff on people. I just figured I should clarify that that was the topic. Yeah, well, you know what? Sometimes a little bit of preforming is is good. It's nice to switch things up. Yep, we're gonna have plenty of structure for you guys later. Another thing, Cat and I both have done is we both have Flash Nest Minis, and I wanted to just I wanted to talk about that for a minute. Okay. What do you think of your flashed Nest Mini? I think it's awesome. It's perfect. Now I have less hassle of going to take games off the shelf, and it's still working, so that's the main thing. How many games did you guys put on it? Um, 80, 85 right now, I think. Okay. Not a whole lot. How many do you have in yours? Uh, yeah, I have 90. Okay, and it's still working good? Still working, and that's the original 30 plus 60 additional. Yeah, yeah, the same with, right. same with it. It's not 80 in addition, 80, 85 in addition to what's on there. That's including what's on there. Right, and I know you guys flashed it uh, earlier than I flashed mine, but they, uh, it's like the Hakachi patch 10 is out or something, or 2, I, I forget what it is. I think it was 10, okay. not version 9 or 10, and it's super easy now. Yes. So I'm not going to sit here and walk you through how to do it, but there are plenty of internet tutorials on how to do it, and right. it's very easy. You don't need a whole lot of technical skill. I, I did a post about it after I flashed mine successfully, and I got a lot of people like, can you tell me how to do it? And I would muddle up the directions. They, there's some pretty easy, concise ones online. You will need the ROMs. I'm not advocating for piracy. If you own all of these games, which weirdly Kat and I do, 
uh, then go ahead throw throw the ROMs on there. Um, if not, you know, do what you will. I don't I don't, I don't give a yeah. shit what you do. You're not getting into that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't care. I'm not telling you what to do. You know, I'm just saying there's a thing out there you can do it, and uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's yeah, the best. it is it is nice because then you don't feel like you've missed or lost or don't have some things that you'd want to have. You know, there was it was already a great deal. I felt like for the thirty games that were on there. Right. And now that you can do this flash relatively easily, and now it's amazing. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's nice because it's just, I think I like, like I've talked about in other episodes, I like convenience, and this is very convenient to just have it all in one little tiny thing. Yeah, it's super convenient. And yeah. now you can finally put that Castlevania 3 on there if you were missing it. <laughs> so now you have no reason to have a fit about a game not being on there. Yeah, oh, that Conjure isn't on there. Well, there you go, dude. Shut up. <laughs> Yep, go now play, you can do it. You just have to take a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah, though you should give Super C a shot. It's, it's a good game. Yeah, don't just be biased. Uh, if you want it in addition to, that's fine. Yeah, you know what I put on there? I put on Panic Restaurant. I'm sure you did as well. Oh, of course. Yeah, I was playing a little Panic Restaurant the other day. I love Panic Restaurant. Yeah. You know, I hadn't played much Panic Restaurant, so I played it for about an hour. Okay, what did you think? I thought it was very amusing. It is amusing. and I, I really do like the graphics in it. Yeah, it 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 was it wasn't exact. I thought like when I originally saw it, I thought it was like a puzzle game. And then yeah. After I played it, I was like, oh, it's not. It's like a platformer. Yeah, it's a, it's really good, and it's I like it because it's a little bit challenging, and um, but mainly the thing apart from the vegetables, which was a given, I do really like the graphics in it. So yeah, that was a kind of must have on there, and and where it is a more expensive game too, I, I kind of like to not have to take it off the shelf and put it in the NES. Oh yeah, don't want to yeah. damage that label. Exactly. Uh, what else did you put on there? Oh, everything. I mean, there's like literally, I can't remember everything we put on there, but it was everything that when we went through, we're like, oh, I wish it had that and stuff like that, and obviously Contra made it on there because yes, not nothing against you know, but it had to be on there. So yeah, put, um, just, put them both on. Yeah, kind of filled out some things that, uh, you know, we we wanted or might be go-to games or games that we feel like um, if we have friends over and stuff like that are going to be games that they want to play. So I, we just wanted it to be practical and usable for, like, you know, every day or when we have a bunch of people over because then if something gets damaged, it's not the end of the world. Right. Yeah. Uh, and some other games, you, some, if you can find them, you can test them, but... Like some PAL games that we never got here work on it, like Banana Prince oh. and stuff, and like uh, Parodius, like you can play on it. And I heard like Battle Kid 1, you can play on it. And if you remember last episode, uh, Nico from Super Madness was telling us about Battle Kid. Yes, so yeah, that's the, cool. So you can get the Battle Kid ROM. I heard that works on there. I also put Contra on there and Contra Force, though Contra oh, okay. Force is yep. not, a, not a great game. But uh, you wanted to have it on there. I, I just wanted all three of them to be there next to okay. each other. Then you can alter the names, and I, I did, so they all line up properly. Oh, good. And then I, I put, like, Batman and Batman Returns on there. Batman Return of the Joker doesn't work on there, which is kind of disappointing. But okay. not every ROM is compatible. Um, no. Some of them have, like, chips that weren't for this. I put, like, Final Fantasy two on there. Okay. And I don't have a ROM for Final Fantasy three, but I, if that works, I think I'll put that on there as well. Well, and it's nice because, I mean, really, if there are some things that don't work, I really don't think we can complain. I mean, like, it was good to begin with. Now it's just, like you said, really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it, it was great to begin with. And now it's it's greater. It's the best. Like, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't complain when you can't. Oh, I can't get that one. <clears throat> Shut up. 
you're, you'll up. be okay. You're, you're fine. You got, like, you already got, it was already a deal. Stop whining. And now you can do this? Come on. Come on. Shut up. <laughs> just, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Insert mini red. Yeah. Just move on. Yeah. Uh, lot, lots of good stuff went on there. I put the original punch out on there so I can punch Mike Tyson in the face. Okay. Yeah. We did too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, all right, cool. And I, I kept all of their, their box arts. You know, it was a hard one to like get the box art right for was Mega Man 1 because I put that on there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. And then you have to switch the name for Mega Man 1 because it's like Mega Man 1 TM. So you have yeah. to, you have to go into that and alter it a little bit to make it where it lines up with all the other Mega Men. And I know it's nice to have, like, the matching box art. Yes. Yeah, but you can also pick your box art. So if you hate some of the box art, you can get different box art. You can get whatever box art you like the best. You have options. (laughs) And as someone who is weird about picking box arts, like for this and, like, on my Plex server for all my movies, I pick, like, specific movie posters that I like. So this is, that wouldn't seem like such a big deal, but that's a huge draw for me. I'm like, yes, I I can get box arts that I want. So I, it's always a dilemma. Do I take the coolest one or do I take the original box art? Do okay. I switch it up? It's easy to reflash too, so you can go back and forth on this. Yeah. Oh, exactly. So I, it's nice to have different options, but I like that, you know, it does have box art because I, I hate that idea of having like just like this blank box. Scrolling list of games. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> and if you do like a scrolling list of games, that's available. You can You can like take out some of the box arts. You can really strip it down. Uh, there's some options to really strip it down so you can jam like 100 games or 120 games on there. The beauty of Nintendo is like the slick UI and how nice they made it. At that point, you, you just have a list of ROMs. And then, and then I start to think maybe you should have just had a Raspberry Pi or something. Right. Yeah. No, just, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. So, but whatever. If that works for you and you still think that's the best, great. The other good thing that they finally added, which like if this could have been added, I don't know why Nintendo didn't do it. Aside from that, they're Nintendo, and they get like 90% of the way there, and then they shit the bed. You can now reset from the controller and get to the main menu. So I don't know if on your version, but on mine, they added it. So if I push down and select at the same time and and hold it for a second, it'll reset me to the main menu so I can then select a new game to play rather than getting up and hitting reset. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Anyways, Flash Nest Mini, really cool. Yep. Yep, loving it. Loved it before, love it more now. Yep, so if you have one and you're feeling adventurous, it's not that hard. Not that hard. You could brick it. Let Be warned, you could. Yep. You could do something dumb, but, you know, it's not that hard. And I, I feel like it's fairly low risk, as long as you follow some directions. Just check it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look at some videos, decide if that's for you. If those, the 30 you got, or like a lot, for a lot of people, I don't know if like a ton of people are going to do it. Like, I'm sure... Some of the more hardcore, but like uh, casual, like mom and dads who pick this thing up, they're not going to go do this. No. But, you know, for for the more dedicated and people already dealing with ROMs, yeah, you should go check this out. Yeah, no, I totally agree. For $60, it's a deal and a half. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And that's all I got on Nest Mini. Nope, me too. Weirdly, that covers what we've been playing and kind of <laughs> what we bought. So we've been playing and we both bought Resident Evil. Did you buy anything else? No, not this week. Not this week? But I feel like you did. I don't know if I did. I mean, um, I... I don't know if I did. Have you checked your eBay list? I could check my eBay list. I, I got some stuff in the mail that was like... Okay. I, I bought, I bought like, a limited run game that came out yesterday. I don't remember the title. It was basically just to keep my, my Vita collection going. So, okay, yeah. Like, I bought that. 
But that wasn't like an exciting retro purchase. That was like more of a shit. I need it for yeah. purposes. Okay. Yeah. So the only game like retro wise that I actually bought, and this is weird, I bought Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Okay. Uh, for the Nintendo. Okay. Uh, complete in box by Ubisoft. Okay. That version. Okay. I was like, I, are you upgrading? No, that makes more sense. Yeah, because I didn't have it. I mean, I have, I have the the Taito version. Yes. I, I always kind of wanted the Ubisoft one. And I was like, yeah, I really want to just pick this up and then, like, really just call the Nest Collection done. Like one hundred, right. like aside from stadium events, done. Aside from like, and also like three repros I want to get. Sean Tendo, right. looking at you, man. Want 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 the repros. He's got like <laughs> a stack of repros that that I want. If you haven't checked out Sean Tendo 64, here's my shout out to him. You should. His repros are awesome. Uh, give him a look. I, I I love the way he colors cards and then he picks up coordinated boxes. It's all very nice looking and he's a nice guy. So Sean Tendo 64 on Instagram. Check him out. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's that's like it with Nintendo that I, I wanted. I was like, yeah, I really want that Indiana Jones and some repros and then I'm done. Unless I ever find like a $12 stadium events or something. <laughs> yeah okay i'll take two of those while you're at it <laughs> yeah, well i mean if you like walk into that one random garage sale or something and find it yeah, i don't think you never that know. I, look i'm never anticipating that and i don't really i don't really care i mean i always look when i see a stack of games just because i mean i'm not looking for a stadium event specifically but you know you never know i, I did yeah. pick up a lot of nintendo games back in december for twenty dollars right and i i couldn't believe it it was just like random garage sale i stopped at and they're like yeah, those are twenty dollars. So I was like, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> that doesn't happen now. Yeah, I'm like twenty games for twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> what world do I? Is this 1999? What happened? I found a deal on Nintendo games. That never happens. Oh yeah, I I was beside myself. I'm like, there's a Mario three in here and a Zelda. Oh Jesus. Yeah. And a Punch Out. <laughs> it was like obviously. I mean, they weren't in great condition because they were obviously. Uh, somebody who who played them like it was right. whoever lived at that house it was their their players titles they didn't have the boxes they didn't have manuals but i was able my friend who just started collecting got a few of them so i was able to hook him up proper and by hookup i mean i gave them to him for free since i only paid twenty dollars for him yes you passed it along yeah you know yeah well that, that and that's my that's my collector's tip share if you actually have like real friends who collect and you can help them out sometimes you should and then they should do the same for you if, if yeah. they're that type of person who, who's never going to help you out, well, then one, why are you friends with them? Uh, but two, then, then maybe you, you don't help that specific individual out. But I find I find that helping out friends, even if you take a, a small loss or didn't make as much as you could have, is uh, more rewarding. Yeah. You know, it, it is what makes the community good. People feel good about I mean, rather than, you know, just hearing stories of... Uh, Oh, I wanted to buy this Zelda and it cost me $40 for a cart only. Sad tears. Yes. You know, create, create more of, more of the, my friend was so cool. He gave me this. Create more of those posts rather than the sad reseller posts. Yes. That makes sense. All right. That's all I got. That's, I'm yeah. done. I'm done. Well, we, we did a good freeform episode, I feel like. Yeah. I feel, I feel like this was good. Yeah. And if you guys don't like it, stick it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> if you don't like it, it may be the topic of Johnny's next yeah. rant. If you don't like it, email us at collectorsquestdon'tgiveashit.com. <laughs> no, uh, no, just obviously post it on Instagram and tell us you hated this episode. And then Johnny will rant about it. Uh, so, I'll rant you know. about it, but then we probably also won't do a freeform episode again. 
yeah. and you'll have you'll have crushed this. Yeah, these, these dreams. Yeah, I know. I feel like this was just easy. Come on, guys, you have to be on board with this. For Cat, Cat's asking. Cat, ask again. <laughs> For the days that I haven't had coffee, this is good. <laughs> All right. See, there you go. All right, everybody, that's it. Cat, where do we find you on Instagram? You can find me at Cat Sylvania T K A T. Oh my God. Okay, Cat, where do we find you on Instagram? <laughs> at Cat Sylvania. Oh my God, just give me a minute. See, guys, this is why we definitely need to have some freeform episodes. Okay, you can find me on Instagram at Cat Sylvania K A T S E L V A N I A. And you can find me on Instagram as well. Should I tell you where? It's Johnny underscore I U C J O H N N Y underscore I U C C I. That's it. That's us. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks, Cat, for playing along. No problem. All right. Everybody, we won't talk to you next week because I will be at the SoCal Retro Gaming Expo. And hopefully you will be there, too, and you will come and hang out. And maybe I will get some recordings of you coming up and saying hello or something. That would be awesome. So if you're going to come, be sure to come to our booth. It is 112. We're in booth 112. Myself, the VGDB and Excite by Games, and Archon Turtle, and Sabotage64, and a lot of different people are going to be wandering through our booth. So come and say hi. It's going to be a lot of fun. And until then, uh, the next episode, which will probably be two weeks from now, talk to you then. Good day.